It takes more than four nines of availability to be a great software engineer. This is episode 127 of the Soft Skills Engineering Podcast. I'm your host, Jameson Dance. I'm your host, Dave Smith. Soft Skills Engineering is a podcast where we answer your questions about all of the non-technical things that go into this technical field of software development. So how many nines does it take? That's kind of like how many licks does it take to get to the center <laughs> of a Tootsie Pop, right? Or I guess the answer to that was three at the end of the commercial. <laughs> so three nines. <laughs> what is that? That's like, I don't know, 10 hours of downtime or something. Oh, yeah. Like per month. <laughs> yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you want to talk about our wonderful patrons? Yes. Thank you, patrons, for supporting us on Patreon at the level where we shout them out every single week. They are Matthew Motowix, the Agile Ventures Charity. Zach Grannon, Michael Green, David Jackson, Nick Cantar, and Sean Clayton. Thank you so much for your contributions. If you would like to support the show financially, go to softskills.audio and click on support us on Patreon. If you want us to shout out your like old browser MMO form handle too, like it can be <laughs> any name. Yeah. We'll say it. So thank you. Thank you all very much for your support. Yes. How about you uh, read our first question, Jameson? Yeah. How about I do? Hey, guys. I love the show. Thanks for thanks so much for keeping the episodes coming every week. For some background, I work for a small established company based in a small city with a growing tech scene. We have about 20 employees, five of which make up the engineering team, and it's been a great experience. My role is primarily being a full-stack developer working on our web application, but since we're a small company, I've been able to explore some other responsibilities like analyzing data for the marketing team and working with the sales staff to build custom solutions for select clients. I started working here as an intern while still in college almost six years ago. I feel the initial salary out of college started a bit low, but I've received an 8 to 10% raise each year I've been a full-time employee without having to fight them, so I think I'm catching up. My question is, will I be stunting my career or making myself seem less hireable by staying here too long? I've clearly found a great place to work, so leaving here would be difficult. I'm also concerned that I'm beginning to run out of skills to acquire here. It sounds easy to leave a job you hate, but how, when should you leave a job that's this good for you? Hmm. Okay, six years, eight to 10% raises each year. That's pretty good. If you did about eight to 10%, for five times in a row, starting at 60K, you'd be at 90K. That's re- so that's like a 50% increase. That's pretty good. You think, okay, well, I guess it depends a lot on the location. 90K seems like okay to maybe, it seems in the reasonable range for someone working with that much experience, but you could definitely get a bunch more if that's your primarily, if that's your primary concern. Well, yeah. So, I mean, these aren't, I didn't mean for this to be an absolute number, but more like over the cumulative effect of five years of raises in that range would be about a 50% total increase. Yeah. So 60 to 90 or 100 to 150 even, you know? Yeah. Like, do, do you feel like 50% is a good increase for six years out of college? I don't, I never know. I feel like you <laughs> could get more if you wanted to, but it also probably depends what market you go into and what job you take first. And yeah, I mean, you hear some people, um, joining Facebook out of college that make like 150k 200 in total comp I don't know if those are just the people I hear about because they're like guess how much I make because they feel very (laughs) proud of it yeah it seems okay it doesn't seem like you're being taken advantage of I guess that's you might be able to get more somewhere else but it doesn't seem like you're being neglected horribly in terms of finances yeah I don't know that I've ever stayed at one job long enough to feel like I had kind of 
learned the things that I could learn there. You always jump before. You're like, yeah, there's a lot more to learn here, but I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I don't feel like I've I've exhausted all of the technical challenges at a job before. So I don't really know what that feels like. What's the longest you've stayed at one job? Like two and a half years. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty short. What's the shortest you stayed at a job? Six months. Oh, okay. How about you? Full-time job yeah. is like 18 months, I think. Oh, I got you beat. Yeah, mine are all kind of like in the same window. I got you beat on both ends. The longest I've stayed at a job is, is seven years and the shortest is six months. I've got you whooped. Oh, I'm way worse than you in every way. <laughs> it's not just about looks anymore. It's even tenure. Have you had this feeling though, where you feel like I just kind of have this place figured out and I could do more of the same, but I can't really, there aren't any new challenges here. I have. I've had that at two companies where I felt like I'm doing the same things over and over and it's starting to feel repetitive. Hmm. And in both cases, well, in one case I changed roles. I, that's actually when I moved into management. And in the other case, I quit my job and got a new one. That was the proto soft skills engineering advice. <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking about this situation. You're paid well. You like your job. You're coming up on your six-year anniversary. And you're worried that if you stay there much longer, it might make you less hireable in the future. And I think that's a valid concern. Uh, but right now, the market is so good that it wouldn't really matter if you'd been there for 15 years. I, I don't think it would hurt your chances that much. Um, the risk, though, is that you develop skills that are so specialized to this one company that they become hard to transfer to other companies, you know? Like, it's one thing to be a good software engineer. It's another thing to be really good at your company, you know? Like, my skills are all here at this company. I worry about that a lot, too. How do you know what's transferable versus what's not? I feel like I get more effective the longer I stay at a company, but I don't know if that means I'm becoming better absolutely or I just know I know who to talk to to like get stuff through. Yeah. You know? And that's not scalable. Maybe maybe figuring out how to learn who to talk to quickly, that's like a transferable skill. But Yeah, and to develop that skill, you just need to change jobs a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need to improve your anthropology skills <laughs> your bureaucratic anthropology sensors you know I, th I think we've talked about before how long you should stay at your first company out of college and you and i, I think came to the consensus that that should be a pretty short tenure compared comparatively like probably two years is typical and encouraged to be about the maximum is, is that where we landed before i'm going to reserve some I'm going to put a caveat on there, which is if I ever start a company and you come join it as your first job out of school, then the answer is for the rest of your life. <laughs> but besides that, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it, if if you're not like in love with it, then it, I think it you should definitely look around at that time. I just, we've brought up the money hall problem before. And, and I feel like that applies so much in your first job because there are hundreds of jobs you could, that you qualify for right out of college the one you choose is undoubtedly going to have some drawbacks that the other ones don't or or vice versa. And there is almost definitely one out there that is better suited to you that you'll enjoy even more, that will pay you more, and that will teach you things that your current job won't teach you. So I just have a really hard time locking myself in for the first, I don't know, 10 years of my career without trying any other company. 
Now, obviously, yeah. there are caveats. Like, if you landed at one of these mega tech companies as your first job out of school, you could probably spend your entire career there and never run out of interesting things to learn because there's so such a big diversity of different kinds of positions you can work in, right? But, like, if you're just at some small, medium-sized company, you've been there for six years, I'm probably going to recommend moving on. Sounds like an answer. <laughs> What if you're happy though? Why would you leave if you're happy? I know, I know. It's you have to basically measure your comfort and happiness, or not measure, um, balance those against opportunities for learning even more and interesting things. There's one nice thing about this position, which is you do not have time pressure. If you are at a job that you hate, or you get laid off, or you're just often when you switch jobs, there's some amount of pressure to make that happen quickly. But in this situation, you're you're pretty comfortable there. You you're pretty happy. You're not in a rush, right? You have mm-hmm. the opportunity and the ability to evaluate a lot of options. So you could just kind of take the job search slow and oh, yeah. say, "I want to find something really exciting." And if I don't, then this is fine too. And and that gives you a lot more freedom and flexibility, and it improves your negotiation position a lot too. If if you have to take the first acceptable job, then you're going to be less likely to see like, I wonder what they'll do if I ask for them to wash my Bentley that they will also give me. <laughs> Let's just find out. And then some, maybe they'll say yes. And you'll be like, huh, wow. I guess I'll work there. <laughs> but but you, you, you have some more power there with, if you're not rushed and you're also not under like feelings pressure, I guess, is, is if you're just miserable and want to switch jobs. Yeah, and plus you'll do better in the interviews anyway. Yeah, that's true. Just yeah, make sure the first interview you take is with a company you would never want to work for. <laughs> yeah, because it's probably been a while. If you've been at the same company for six years, you're probably a little rusty. Yeah. Come into your current job in a trench coat stacked on top of another person <laughs> and pretend like you're a very tall person interviewing for a role there. <laughs> <laughs> Will I be stunting my career or making myself seem less hireable? I think there's a potential, like you said, technically, if you're in like Fox Pro or some weird niche technology, if you're kind of like broadly keeping up with industry tech trends, I wouldn't worry about that too much. And then I think Dave already answered the other part about tech specific skills and and long tenures. Like no one's going to be like six years must be some kind of loser. Like <laughs> no, yeah. Nobody else must have wanted to hire him if they stayed that long. I, I don't think you'll encounter any of that. Yeah. But it is long. And um after I went to my second startup, um, which I joined after having been at my previous company for seven years, people asked me, you know, where'd you come from? And I told them and they said, How long were you there? And I said seven years. And everyone at this new startup, their their jaws just dropped to the floor. It was like they were like, that's three times longer than any place I've ever stayed. And, <laughs> and I was just amazed. So there is, you will, um, I, I, sorry, I'm stumbling. You may be surprised at how big of an outlier you are. And I don't think it will automatically hurt you at this point. Um, but you will seem unusual, I think. In the startup scene, I should say. You'll be a unique snowflake. Just mm-hmm. like you are inside. Your career will reflect that. <laughs> okay. Have we answered it? Yeah, I think so. All right. Good luck, friend. Do you want to read our next question, Dave? Sure. This comes from a listener named James who says, 
Hi, Jameson and Dave. The TLDR is that the role I was originally hired for is slowly being eroded. What should I do? The longer version is that I've been working for my current company for a little over a year. Things were going really well at first. I liked the team, the work was interesting, and I was learning a lot from my colleagues. Unfortunately, due to corporate machinations, my team was dissolved as part of a negotiation and scattered to separate, mostly front-end focused teams. And I like to work on the back-end. Originally, I was told I would still be doing effectively the same type of back-end work on my new team as on my old, and this has been mostly true. However, over the course of the last few weeks, my new manager has gradually been announcing changes in the direction the team is taking as a whole, and talking to me specifically about working more on front-end related tasks and upskilling as I have almost no front-end experience. I have tried to make it clear that I have no interest in doing this, but my manager is still pushing for it. I'm currently still doing mostly back-end work with a little front-end, but I feel like my days are numbered. There are other teams with a more back-end focus, but I feel my manager partly wants to keep me in the short term for some necessary back-end work, and in the long term is hoping I will acquiesce on doing more front-end work. How should I navigate this situation? It feels like I am sinking in quicksand. In The Princess Bride, when Wesley is sinking into quicksand, <laughs> how does he get out of it? Doesn't someone come rescue him? Don't they throw a, like a vine in? Yeah. Does it, is it is it uh, the big strong dude? Who he then later chokes out? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I... Yeah, Somebody cuts him a vine and throws uh, it in. I can't remember. I'm getting the order of events all like backwards. I don't know. We'll have to do that instead of <laughs> recording the show one week. <laughs> Just watch it together. Anyways, whoever that character is, that's who we are. We're here to toss you the vine. We have yes. slayed the rodents of unusual size. Here's your cue, Dave. <laughs> I killed the rodent. Now you do the rest of the work. <laughs> well... So it's, I, I am latching on to one part of the question where it says, I feel like my boss wants to keep me around to do some necessary short-term back-end work. And then after that, mm, I don't know. You know? You think the boss is being untruthful and saying, I really want you to switch skill sets? I, I think the boss has an immediate need to do back-end stuff, has no long-term need for back-end, and just doesn't really know what to do with this person in the yeah. long run. And obviously hasn't articulated a clear plan, you know, like here's what we're going to do for you in six months. I guess you know? I just wonder if they can switch teams. Yeah. Is there at companies of a certain size, there's opportunities usually to just do something else within the company. You just change who your manager is, do different work that's more fitted with what you're interested in. Yeah. Might be time to go shopping around and see if there's a team that has a better long-term roadmap for you. Why? I mean, even if they're isn't if if it's like a small startup i've still worked at small startups where individuals have said i just really want to do this other thing and i think they were given opportunities too some of them it worked out and some of them um it didn't but they all had at least a chance to try and do it so i feel like the the manager is pushing for you to change skill sets i just wonder if you can say i'd really like to continue doing this kind of work and if there's no other work like that then i'd like to explore switching teams it if the manager wants someone with that skill set usually when you switch teams like this that that opens up an opening on the team you came from and so you can get someone else onto that team so it, it should be better for the manager overall too if they just really need someone who does a lot of front end and that's not what you want to do then 
you just switch and they have the skill set yeah. that they need. The other word I'm sticking on is upskill, where the question asker says, my manager is pushing me to upskill into uh -huh. the front end. And that sounds like it could be like the manager trying to get you to grow your career in some way. And that's the tactic that they have landed on. Oh, I, I just literally interpreted the word up, meaning like up the stack, you know, front end is up from oh. back end. I don't know. Is that a word that people say? I don't I'm think I've heard kidding. that you, before. You had it right. I'm just that. That was me being hilarious. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. But uh, maybe maybe it's them trying to be helpful. You know, like James wants to grow. There's an opportunity for them for for James to have more impact if they develop front end yeah. skills. And if you just say, "I don't want to do that. I still want to grow." Here's another alternative we could try. Or what? What alternatives do you say? Do you suggest? You suggest I want to downskill into the database. Right now I'm in the middle at the back end, but I want to go even lower. Mm. Or I just want to get worse at the things I already know, <laughs> but do more things overall. <laughs> I want to do I want more to things. side skill. <laughs> I'm going to horizontally scale out my skills. Yeah. Yeah. My The T part of my T-shaped person needs to be wider. <laughs> but thinner because there's only a fixed amount of ink. <laughs> it's, yeah, it barely covers the surface, but, you know. <laughs> what Really what I want to get to is the point where I've read at least one blog post about every potential piece of software <laughs> and hardware, but I can't actually do anything. <laughs> That's the sweet spot I'm aiming for. I've heard of everything and know nothing. <laughs> And that's why I read Twitter all day at work <laughs> instead of do anything. <laughs> oh, you can't, you don't even read the blog posts. You just read the headlines in Twitter. No, you read the tweets. VSDL. Okay. Got it. That's a thing. <laughs> Check. <laughs> well, I like what you're saying about the win-win situation. Like you leaving this team might actually help your boss out and it might help you out too. So this is the kind of conversation that I think is actually one of the easiest to have is where you say, my interests are back in. Dear manager, please help me find back in work. This is what I want to do. You know, and then just give them a give your manager a chance and some time to make that happen. And then check in every couple of weeks and see how it's going. That way it'll be very clear and unsurprising when you do come to your manager and say, Okay, well, we've explored this. Are there other teams that might be able to give me this kind of work? Changes in the direction the team is taking as a whole. Yeah. So I feel like it makes sense from the manager's perspective to me. Like, I I don't know. Sometimes I want things to be different. And then I look at people on my team and think, like, who can do this new thing? So I've had conversations with people about them doing different kinds of things than they've done in the past. And sometimes that's worked well. And sometimes they've said, you know, I really want to stick with this thing. And I say, okay. But it's not like, I'm not offended. I want people to be able to do work that they're fulfilled by and feel happy about. And that's... I think you can expect that out of a job, that you should be able to do work that pays you reasonably well, that is something that you're interested in. Specific, I mean, certainly a programming job. There's enough of those out there that you should be able to find that. So the fact that your manager is pushing doesn't mean you have to do it. You can just say, I'm interested in this thing. And if that's not what the team needs, then can can we, is there is there someone else? I don't know. That's, that doesn't seem like a weird conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the team changing direction, right? Like. Oh, yeah. That's. Yeah. That's fine. I'm not saying it's easy and you're like dumb for having this question though. Like it's, it's, I can see why it would be distressing to have your 
job circumstances upended like this. But I feel like if you just explore it with them directly and say, that's not what I'm interested in doing long-term. I'm, I'm interested in focusing on the kind of stuff I was brought in to do. And and is there an opportunity for me to do that work here on this team still? Yeah. And it, and it could be that the company as a whole is changing direction. And that's one of one of the side effects of this direction change um, is that there's less back-end need and more front-end need. And if that's the case, then it could be that you're going to find your desires met on some other at some other company. And I think that you should do these things in order of like escalating. Uh, what's the word? I don't know. You should basically escalate by talking to your manager first to find work on your team. If you can't find it there, look for it on other teams. And if you can't find it there, look for it at other companies. Sure. That seems reasonable. Well, good luck. I hope you find what you're looking for. Yeah. Which is more back-end work. You made that, yeah. you made that very clear. <laughs> yeah. All right. What can people do if they would like their own questions answered? Go to softskills.blah. <laughs> I think you know the rest. <laughs> <laughs> it was clear. Softskills dot dot. One of them is spelled out. One of them is is a period, but we won't tell you which one. <laughs> and then click on the button that most likely looks like it'll give you what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to all our patrons who are contributing to the show. You are fantastic, and we really appreciate your support. And we will catch you next week.